Hi, and welcome to Short and Spooky, the podcast about horror and sci-fi anthology shows from the 80s and 90s. I'm John Sorrow. I'm Tom O'Flaherty. Let's get spooky. All right. How's it going, everybody? Welcome to another episode. Uh, how are you doing, Johnny? I'm doing great. Uh, right before this, uh, we had some za. Some pizza. Yeah. Uh, I want to shout out to my favorite pizza place, Laval's in Alameda. What up? I don't know if we can do that, but until they sue us for... Unofficial sponsor. Unofficial sponsor. Uh, it was pretty good. A yeah. supreme... Was it a supreme pizza? It was the Laval's combo with a hand-tossed crust. What's going on in that combo? Uh, definitely pepperoni, sausage, mushrooms, onions, green bell peppers, mm-hmm. olives. Olives, yeah. I don't like the olives, but I actually enjoyed the pizza. You know what I like is that the peppers on it aren't just... like They're not red peppers. They're just green, and that the onions are white onions and that they kind of instead of like having them in strips like i feel you like you see in a piece a lot they're they're cut up they're diced they're cubed yeah yeah i like that i feel like you get a good ratio it's of a nice toppings. crunch to the peppers too i'll the, say the dough is good the ingredients are solid i just feel like you know a lot of other places lavelle's 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 oh yeah is that a chain uh there's two locations i believe there's one in alameda and one in berkeley but i only fuck with the alameda because that's where you're from. I'm an Alameda boy. You're a yeah. You're an Islander. Yeah. What's up, Alamurder in the house? Is that a thing? The dirty meta. Oh, that's is that another thing? That no, is it? no, neither of those things. Did one you of just my, make that up? One of my friends made that up in high school. Okay, I can so. see why that. Yeah, I'm never the only person on. who says that. Yeah, well, I respect you for that. But it's solid, right? It was great. I thought the it was a nice fluffy crust, uh, which is saying something, and. Uh, Good sauce, good ingredients. Nice cheese. I really liked the cheese, actually. Uh, my last bite that I had just now, um, I thought the the last two bites were really good. I had the pepper flavor on there, the pepperoni, the sausage. You know what I said? What? Marron. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I yeah, worked with an Italian guy, and he used to say that. Cool. It was in a pizza place, too. Nice. Mm-hmm. That's not cliche. Yeah, right. His name was Mario, <laughs> and his brother Luigi. He was always eating mushrooms. Yeah. Or red Jumping cap, in pipes. A mustache. Had a crush on a princess that never would give it up to him. Damn it. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, okay. Guess what? What's that? We got a special episode today. We have a special episode today. It's uh, our first guest episode. That's right. And uh, I think it's fitting that the person who created our music for our intro is our first guest. Allow me to introduce Daniel the Big Sniff Cooper. <laughs> How you doing, Dan? Hey, I'm great. How you doing, Tom? I'm good. Uh, welcome uh, aboard the podcast. Is this your first podcast you've ever done? Yeah. What do you think life. so far? It's, it sounds like fun so far. You know, uh, I like the subject matter. So you guys used to be roommates together. Uh, co-workers? All of us were co-workers Yeah, yeah we together. all used to work together yeah, at Whole Foods. that's where it all started. But uh, for someone who's not on the end with your guys' little in-joke, what is, uh, what's the big sniff all about? Mm. I don't know if I can say. I don't know for Okay, her. yeah, I can say. Mm. Can I say? You can, I you can censor the story as much as you'd like. Once. No, I can't. One time. You like to sniff things. I sniffed some panties once. <laughs> I oh, accidentally told yes. Tom about it. But you also, that same time, it was like the same week, you told me about the story about sniffing some panties. And <laughs> you also uh, had, I've been walking to the kitchen when we lived together in the same house. Yeah. Shout out Tristle Glenn. Tristle and, Glenn for uh, life. You had been like, smell this milk. It smells bad. Yeah. And then a couple days later, there's something else in the fridge you're pulling out sn- smelling. So I called <laughs> you the big sniff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I do sniff things a lot. I sniff cups also before I use them because when I was a kid, I, I um, drank out of a glass at my parents' house and it tasted fishy and I smelled it and it smelled like fish. So now I always sniff glasses. That Are your parents with drinking what, a Clamato? Or... <laughs> maybe, maybe, yeah, Clamato. Well, that happens, I think, with sometimes with dishwashers. Is yeah, that, uh, something gross. Yeah, sometimes it, it gets that weird smell to it, where it's like that, like water that's been sitting there kind of too long or something like that. Wet yeah. dog kind of smell. My rule is to sniff it before you drink it. Just like it'd be better women. if it rhymed. <laughs> <Yeah>. Sniff it, <laughs> sniff it before, before you. you there's it? nothing. <laughs> what rhymes with sniff? Well, Cliff. Don't Cliff. drive yourself crazy trying to figure Biff. it out. Biff. No, now Jeff. I now I need to. T-shirt. That's our first T-shirt we're gonna have. That's it. What? No, Cliff, Biff, Tiff, Sniff. So we get a rhyming Cliff. dictionary over here. <laughs> yeah. Well, but we anyway. we we invited you uh, to come on our show because you uh, we think you're hella funny and uh, you're a good friend of ours. Thank and you. Uh, when I suggested that you do 
pick an episode, and uh, you decided you wanted to do a Goosebumps episode. Yeah. I grew up a little later in the 90s than you guys, so that's more fresh for me than some of the other stuff you guys have been covering, I think, you know. And, Did uh, you watch a lot of spooky stuff? You know, because a more broad topic yeah. to start. Did you waddle... You've always, I mean, you like, you got the tattoos, you got the look, you got the beard, (laughs) you got the, what's your t-shirt there? This is a band. What's the name of it? Skeleton Witch. See, yeah, you're, you're a spooky boy. I'm a spooky boy. Were you you easily scared? Because I was very scared. Yeah, actually, I was very easily scared when I was a kid. The large Marge scene from Pee-wee's Big Adventure terrified me to the point where I had to cover my eyes whenever I watched it. And I would never go on the um, Haunted Castle ride at Santa Cruz. That's when like I the did, I closed my eyes. I know. I was a big ever. pussy when I was Me too. Kid. But I still love scary stuff. Cheers to that, Jim. Cheers. We're going to tap some candy. By the way, if you hear a lot of belching and beer cracking, it's because yeah. these dudes are cranking we brew got dogs. some Colorado Kool-Aid light. Very nice. <laughs> okay, we got to <laughs> knock it off with that. <clears throat> so, uh, let's see here. Um, so, you, you like wanna... to watch a lot of spooky stuff as a kid. I, but yeah, you were scared. I liked it, but I was, I was scared of the mask when I was a kid. Do you have any... Uh, Jim Carrey's The Mask? Yes. <laughs> I tried to destroy the tape. <laughs> <laughs> and you unsuccessfully... Yeah, my dad was telling me to pick it out of the uh, cupboard, and I pretended I dropped it from my higher <laughs> So you couldn't watch it? Yeah, so we could never watch it again. Wow, that's great. But VHS, as you know, they were indestructible, so Wait, we still watched The Mask. What part of The Mask was scary to you? I don't know. I think it's the Cameron face Diaz. stuff. I was scared of Large Marge because her face would get all distorted okay. and stuff, and I think that kind of stuff freaked me out when I was a kid. So just faces that looked weird. Yeah, maybe. Okay. And uh, you uh, you used to read the Goosebumps? Yes, I read Goosebumps as a kid. Mm, me too. I loved mm-hmm. them. I think that's, that's pretty fair all around. I think yeah. we all read the Goosebumps, but mm-hmm. I think as they progressed, they just got... Less and less scary and more and more like lame. He yeah. was clearly <laughs> running out of of topics and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, uh, Arl Stein is my favorite. Know. Were the choose your own ending ones? Yeah, those were fun. Those were really fun. And I, Except I, would I always cheat. cheated. Yeah. yeah, yeah, me too. Would you leave your finger in? Yeah, like, like nope, one? didn't happen. <laughs> it's, like, it's like you show up and you got eaten by aliens. Like, no, I didn't. <laughs> yeah. I chose this. I one. actually chose page twelve. Yeah, there was always like one ending that was a positive ending in it, and I would not like put the book down until I'd actually gotten it. Yeah, really, they were they were more often than not bad endings. Yeah, yeah exactly, because they wanted you to. I think they knew they would get more. Reading out of the book. Rereading if you had yeah, to. Yeah, you know, if there was a majority that were like, hey, you ended up being cool and you got a hand job from the cool chick at, <laughs> at the camp. <laughs> it's yeah. like the one ending it's like impossible to get. Yeah. You're cool. like, if you found this way, you've cheated your way there. Well, I remember not besides just reading them. Uh, actually, I'll, I'll tell you a story about when I really wanted to get one of the books. I remember I wanted to get the newest uh, copy of the Goosebumps book. And uh, I knew it had come out because I saw some kid in my class reading it. And uh, my mom took me to the bookstore at Walden Books to go get uh, oh, yeah, to go get the latest copy of the book. And one of my classmates was there with his mom, and he <laughs> bought the last copy of it. And I was so, so upset. Of course, I threw a fit and cried. And the next day, I kicked him on the schoolyard. Yeah. What was his name? Wait, can we say his name? Is he out there? I think still? his name is Ricky Courier. You hear that, Ricky Courier? John's coming for Give you. Give us that. Book. Going down. Do you remember what what uh, specific goosebumps it was? I feel like if you hold, if this, I'm is trying a... to remember the name of it. I remember it had a picture of a shark on it. I think it was called mm. Deep Trouble or something like that. And what was really fucked up was like the book. Like the whole time you're like, cool, it's gonna be about a scary shark, and it's about like a fucking mermaid or something <laughs> like ridiculous. Like the that. covers were always pretty misleading. I feel like. Well, yeah. not always, but often. Yeah. Yeah. I And then uh, once they started making the Goosebumps TV show, I remember seeing uh, The Haunted Mask. I think I had saw oh, it in yeah. class because it was like a scholastic book show. So we mm. were like allowed to watch it in class. And I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. And then by the time uh, the actual show was airing on Saturday mornings and stuff, I was like, I think kind of aged out of it. Mm. You know, I was just like, I was still watching it, but still thinking it was like stupid. It was a Saturday morning yeah. program? Uh, yeah, I, I believe that's when I saw Fox most of it. Fox Kids, right? Or I think it was... Fox Kids? I think it was on Fox. I yeah, I believe it was on correct. Channel 2. Definitely. Cool. It's a Canadian show. I didn't realize that till today. That's yes. a theme. That's it is. Same with the Are You Afraid of the Dark? That's Canadian too. Yeah, of course. Big time. 
Wow. Yeah, and uh, so is we discussed in the last podcast that uh, X Files was filmed in Canada. Really? Yeah. Um, and then uh, I think there was a lot of Canadian actors. Even you know yeah. they 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 were home cooking there. We have a little. Uh, Canadian, most Canadian segment on some of our shows, so we'll get to that in, in a good time. Yeah. But the most important thing for this story is watch out, Ricky Courier. Yeah. <laughs> During when John was telling that story, he pulled a list out and wrote Ricky Courier's name on it, and then drew a skull and bones below it, indicating don't, he's going to kill. Don't worry him. about that. It's fine. Never forgive. So he also just masturbating with the list. I'm not sure. What. Could, Smearing lipstick. All was over there his a thing. reason why you wanted to watch? Uh, Piano Lessons Can Be Murder, which yeah. is the episode we're talking about today. Well, well, one reason is this was fresh in my more fresh in my mind than a lot of the other episodes. Um, I think because it stood out to me as a kid, mainly because of Mr. Shriek's mm-hmm. pedophilic oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll get into that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and um, Struck a little close to home. Yeah. <laughs> you, could, you know, we're not going to talk about it. It was more of an inspiration for me to Did you play Mr. piano? Sh- Mr. Shriek was my hero. Um, no, I never. my brother did. He was pretty good. Dr. Shriek. Oh, I'm sorry. Dr. Shriek. Yeah, he, did, he didn't You're go to correction. medical school for seven years to have some <laughs> stupid podcaster, <laughs> guest yeah. podcaster. You're right. Called You're right. Mr. Shriek. I'm not even a podcaster. I'm not even that low. No, no, you are. <laughs> so how come it was so fresh in, in your mind? Why, do you, why did you? That one, I don't know. That one I've always kind of remembered. And I think I saw it also at, like more recently, like probably... In the 2000s, you know, like a when rerun. When it came back on Netflix or something? Yeah, yeah, something like that. So it was more fresh in my mind, and it's weird, and it's Yeah, it is weird. Troubling. But you, you remember <laughs> seeing it as a kid? Yes, yeah. I watched Goosebumps a lot when I was a kid on TV and cable whatever. Do you remember uh, the Tales from the Crypt Keeper cartoon? I, was that 80s or 90s? That was 90s for sure. That was 90s? I did not watch that as a All kid. All right, just checking. Uh, yeah. Get okay. him out of here. All right, I'll see Was there any that. other things you want to talk about about your memories of Goosebumps before we get into it? Um, I mean, Goosebumps primarily for me was a. It was primarily the books. Um, the show I watched, but only when it was on. Goosebumps was huge in my life, but mainly the books. Um, really loved the books. What's your favorite book? My favorite Goosebumps book was. Ah, oh, shit. I gotta know the name. Was it like something on Terror Lane with the giant fucking mantis or whatever? Do you remember a that one? On a Shock shocker Street. on Shock Street. That was it. That mm-hmm. was my favorite book. And I think that's also because I really loved mantises. I don't know and if you I also read like that one. giving girls the shocker. Yeah, <laughs> that's mainly that. Yeah. The big sniff likes a big shocker. It's shocking. No big surprise. <laughs> he likes to sniff those fingers after he's done. All right, especially yeah. that pinky. Let's keep this R and not NC seventeen. You're right. <laughs> let's keep it legal. All right. Um. So let's get into it. Today's episode yeah. is called "Piano Lessons Can Be Murder." Uh, we had a little discrepancy trying to figure out what episode this was. This was a tricky thing. This was almost a a, a hiccup uh, that happened earlier today. Oh, I didn't hear about that. Oh, yeah, it's news to you. Well, I thought that this it's episode was season one, episode seven. And that's what I'd written down in my notes, mm-hmm. which was season one, episode seven, at least my research, was uh, Phantom of the Auditorium. That's not That's not the one we watched. Well, guess no. what? <laughs> the thing is, uh, when it aired in Canada and when it aired in the U.S., they had different episodes. So they didn't air them <sighs> in the same order. So... When I was like, oh, yeah, it's episode seven, that was because it said it's episode seven when I watched on Netflix. So uh, it was a little confusing, but we got it all straightened out. Is that why Tom texted me and asked me what the name of the episode was? We we have a group chat together. I thought you were testing me to see if I just didn't watch it. (laughs) We were waiting for you to be like, like, I just thought he didn't trust you, John. (laughs) We were waiting for you to tub out on it, pretty much. I thought for sure Dan was going to be like, no, Uh, no, you didn't think that. Well, just for people listening out there, Dan had to work today till about yeah. 5 p.m. Western time. Yes. And uh, John and I were off, got a couple records in, and I was slaving we were away waiting for, for the man. Yeah, he was slaving away for the, the, the man and man's best friend. And man's best friend. Yeah. I work with dogs. Yeah. You got to... Too bad we didn't dog. do with a... One of the other ones where someone turns into a dog. Oh, yeah. oh I want to talk about Can that. Can we just... Okay, <laughs> let's start intro. with the intro. Okay. Best intro. Uh, as far as the intro, uh, I kind of have a question for both you guys. Which one do you think, actually, primarily for you, Tom, what do you think has the worst CGI intro, The Outer <laughs> Limits or the Goosebumps? Because they're both pretty bad. Goosebumps. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, Goosebumps visibly 
definitely. What's your favorite effect from the beginning, like intro? I just think, I mean, Dan alluded to it just a second ago, that when it cuts past <laughs> yeah, the dog. Turning. They don't turn yellow. They're <laughs> superimposed like, over it's it's superimposed. So the intro, what happens <laughs> is... <laughs> <laughs> no, he barks to the tune of the song. Of the song. Goes, ruff, 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 ruff. Wow. <laughs> you do know it really well. I do. I, I rewatched that like three or four times this morning and Com- laughed, and I knew that was going to be the first thing, obviously the intro, but... Composed by Jack Lenz. Jack wow. Lenz? Yep. Is this person known for anything else? Not that I know. Coop did some research. <laughs> Light hey, research. He's going to give Tommy a run for the money. I am. I'm going to... You're, you're the trivia guy? I'm going to be the trivia guy. <laughs> I'm going to start sniffing things all the time. No, now that's over my here. thing. <laughs> but yeah, the intro is great. I, I think, I mean, it's, it's great in it's, the sense of it's R.L. Stein is standing on a hilltop and his yeah. briefcase opens. Is that his... actually him? Oh, yeah. Oh, no way. Yeah, I think I read that. And uh, like... The letter G from Goosebumps, the shadow of it moves out. all over town <laughs> and like tainting everything. It yeah, does. there's like a woman on a billboard who like hair gets wet. Like that's <laughs> supposed to be spooky. That is spooky. It like passes a dog and the dog, another brew dog. Uh, uh, the dog has like for those of you listening at home, eyes. you can take a sip every time you hear one of us crack, uh, crack a, beer. a beer. Or be Daniel careful; Burp. these two like to drink. We'll have like six sips of beer. <laughs> <laughs> every time you hear a crack. Anyway. Anyway, that's your favorite part, the rough, rough. The, well, that's the, clearly the best part of the intro. Yeah, that is the letter, the goosebump <laughs> letters that pop up from the from the notes or from his papers is pretty good too. I thought. Yeah, oh, I mean, yeah, yeah. it's incredibly cheap. Like some did did that like on his computer, like in the span of an hour. I'm sure. Yeah, definitely. All right. Well, since we got you here, we're talking a little bit more than normal. Uh, why don't we? take a break and then that way if we take a break now we'll start the middle part i think we're gonna do three parts today okay that makes more sense to me yeah totally um because we have our first guest that's gonna be a little uh, more talking i'm new <laughs> he's a new boy he's new vile <laughs> but new yeah boy. we'll uh we'll be back in just a few minutes um we'll talk the episode but first uh instead of doing our normal candy we'll do the candy moment, after the we'll do the candy after the break but also we're going to be doing things a little differently today it's because we have a special guest things are topsy-turvy here today yeah it's all backwards the (laughs) goosebumps g has flown all over this room got us all goofy paper (laughs) flying around in here brew dogs uh uh, arl steins at the window (laughs) all right cool we'll be back Everybody, welcome back. We're talking goosebumps with Dan the Big Sniff Cooper hey. and John Sorrow, of course. Yo. So, guys, where we left off, we pretty much just hit the intro. Yeah. Um, any last thoughts on the intro? Or I think we're pretty good. I just think it's a great intro. I love the dog barking. I yeah. can't say it enough. That's the best. I want that as like a ringtone. Oh, it's a text message noise. That's yeah. Cool too. Ruff, 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 ruff. I can it. make that happen. You could. Yes. Your dog. So Dan has a dog, Jack. Yeah. Three dogs. Well, three dogs. But Jack's my boy. Yeah, Jack's your boy. Jack is also known as uh, Lil Sniff. He's a Sniff. Lil Sniff. And then the Chihuahua's Junior Sniff. And, but Jack's full name is J.R. Sniff and stuff. Yes. Like this show, but not. So anyway, you could have Jack... Uh, you could probably record Jack doing that and then yeah. cut out the middleman. Um, so, do you, John, do you want to start talking about how the episode yeah, begins? Sure. Or? So, the episode begins. Uh, we see the main kid of the story. His name is Jerry. Jerry. He's playing in the basement of his uh, new house that he just moved into. And he's uh, he's he's playing make-believe, basically. He's, this guy plays a lot of imagination. This kid's got an active yeah. imagination. So, he's talking into a wired phone, which is, will just kind of give you a hint as to when this was going out you know not even mm-hmm. a, you know wireless it's, a, it's phone. a little misdirection to start the intro too yeah well yeah he's like help me help me but he's just uh, oh. imagining and i love that his mom calls it fantasizing yeah it's not like you know imagining <laughs> a kid being a kid yeah no, he's a freak. But, I mean, he does seem kind of <laughs> old to be make-believe. I feel like what the does kids... he look like, 10, 11, 12? No way. I feel like... 13, 14? I'd say 12 or 13. Really? Yeah. I can never... I can't I can't call tell it. either. Well, when I, I have John's a friend... familiar with, the, with, kid, with little kids. With little boys. <laughs> That's not true. Well, um, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, he's, he's in the basement. He's goofing around. Uh, and you can tell... Uh, it's 90s, not only because of the wired phone, but also because he's using imagination. Obviously, the internet 
is yep. not widely available or else. <laughs> you, <didn't have laughs> you don't Fortnite. need an imagination anymore. Yeah. You can't you can't make it happen if you yeah. want to just like Bart Simpson. He's, He's also, also got the Gilbert grape haircut. The center part. I was yeah. just gonna say that. So <laughs> we were talking about this uh you know, I think every episode we've done so far, the main boy character has had the fucking <laughs> obnoxious center part. It's yeah. the 90s cut. I had it. It's a bit of a mushroom cut. I think I had the 90s cut, too. What about you, Dan? No. Did you? Have I, I don't have the be... right kind of hair. I have, like, curly hair. I used to be blonde. I was a, I was blonde as a little kid, too. That's so funny. When What yeah, age did me... you unblonde? Uh, I think, like, like, when I hit teenagers. Man, you guys are just cracking beers left and right. I'm scared. All right. Uh, <laughs> I think I had my blonde hair until about uh, second grade is when I started to go brown. You were blonde. I was very blonde. Could have fooled me. All right. So let's see. I'm going to try to keep us on course here because you right, guys are all, right, all over the place. All right. All right so let's see. Uh, so Jerry discovers a piano down in the basement of his new house when he's jumping around playing make-believe. Is this when he has a spaghetti strainer on his head? <laughs> yeah, he's got a spaghetti strainer on his head using it as like a helmet. Wait, wasn't that later? No, nope. that's right away. Really? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, because he, he stops sucking you know, the, the phone gag and then his dad comes down and is like... He goes, anyone home, Jerry? Jerry knocks bear? on his head. So before... That's later. Before that even happens, Jerry uh, bumps into an old piano in the basement and oh, right. the piano starts playing, right? Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, a shitty green-faced ghost lady appears, and it scares the shit out of Jerry. Jerry, like, backs up in fright and bumps into his dad so immediately. So his dad would have for sure seen it <laughs> if it actually was there, right? Yeah. His dad's a little sneaky, too, though. He is. There's multiple times where, like... Dad's always sneaking up on him. Yeah. You know what I love is that the dad's like... Whoa, it's a player piano. And he looks and said, he goes, no, it's just a, <laughs> just a dumb old regular yeah. piano. The dad was like super excited for a minute. I got to say, when I heard it was Moonlight Sonata playing, yeah. I was expecting to see Lestat there really? in the basement. Well, uh, here, I got it right Lestat. here. If you yeah. don't know what Moonlight Sonata is, this song plays yes. constantly. Yep. So I say for our first <laughs> drinking game rule, yep. every time you hear Moonlight Sonata, take a drink. Because I'm telling you right now, it happens like five fucking times. No, not even. Way more than that. Way often. Cooper and I are partaking in the game right now. Yes. Cheers, Dan. Cheers. All right. Enough of this. But what's great is that uh, the dad's like, hey, you know what? We could restore this old piano. It'd be like a project for you and me. And the kid's like, no, thanks, dad. I have a life. Do and then goes Jerry. back to playing make-believe. <laughs> he says, some life. Just need some wax and some polish. Does wax go on a piano? He said this would be a butte. I don't know. The wood? No, wax? That's what he says, wax. I don't, I don't know anything it. about re- restoring But he wood. also mentions how the, uh, he's like the, the real estate agent didn't mention anything about a well, piano. Well, actually, a piano, a, like a grand piano will raise the value of a home. But he didn't mention it in the, in the, the real estate agent apparently didn't mention well, it. Yeah, also, yeah. it's like, do these people buy this home without visiting it? Well, what? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you would have... Which but I thought because my my day job is is closely involved with real estate, mm-hmm. and this is something that you'd absolutely. Would you go to... in the basement every time? I well, probably would. Yeah, I mean, if you're buying a new house, you're gonna yeah. check that. And this house is nice. I think they were just trying to Maybe be like, a... isn't that spooky that there's a piano in here? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, I mean that's pretty much that's it for that scene. But when we see Jerry walking around the first time without a colander on head. On his head, he goes in and hears his parents basically talking shit about it. Yeah, <laughs> I love this scene. I don't want to skip ahead, but I remember Dad's. What is he like? Why doesn't he just play? You know, play sports or blah blah blah, like, like a normal kid. And immediately the next scene, he's playing sport. <laughs> he yeah. is. That's so funny. They were put that together. <laughs> his dad's like. Uh, it's the classic thing where parents are talking very loud and open in like the kitchen, the communal <laughs> yeah. space about... They want to get him a psychiatrist. Yeah. Well, no, they're he's just like, sick. it's a classic thing where the kid overhears the parents mm. talking about them. Well, he's on the staircase. That's also very In the cliche. kitchen. It's not like they're in the bedroom being like, oh man, you know, yeah. Gary's got a lot they're of things saying, going on. Our son is sick in the head. Yeah. <laughs> Loudly. You know he's not really my son. <laughs> <laughs> you went on that trip to Puerto Rico. <laughs> just hears his mom and dad beating on each other. <laughs> Cheers. Well, it's a side story. (laughs) But uh, yeah, in the next scene, we see Jerry is hanging out uh, in his front yard pitching into like one of those bounce back nets or something like that. He's a narrator, I will say. Oh, he's great. 
Yeah, and uh, he meets a neighborhood girl uh, named Kim. Kim. Gotta love and, Kim. And uh, she kind of uh, shares a little exposition about uh, that the piano teacher used to live in that house. And mm. he's like, oh, cool. And she's like, yeah, and I play you know, music too. So if you play piano and you want to jam, let me know. Jerry wants like, that. Yeah. Pussy. Yeah, he does. He's, <laughs> he's immediately he was like he's like, "Oh yeah, I totally pay piano." <laughs> yeah. And then he has to like cuts to him like finding a giant newspaper advertising yes. like, <laughs> "Do you know what the newspaper uh the <laughs> And it's just funny cuz she's like, "Do you want to jam?" and he's like, "Yeah, I want to like finger jam." <laughs> yeah. I want to jam it in. Okay. <laughs> okay. No, okay. So like in the ad, uh the newspaper ad says, "Learn to play the hands-on way." Uh, and it says for the Shriek Music School. Um, uh, so he's like, okay, this is where I want to go. And his parents are like, all right. And then that night, we hear once again, the Moonlight Sonata starts yep. playing. This the... sequence is kind of weird. Is this the one where it's like he's sort of dreaming? Yeah. So he wakes up. I was with... confused by this. I was very confused. He wakes up in the middle of the night, and he hears the music playing, and the ghost is like, stay away. Yeah. And like, so here's something I, I really don't understand. The green face ghost lady who presumably is the piano instructor, cause that's all we know about the person who used to live in that house. Mm-hmm. She has no hands and the makeup effects looks terrible. Like her forearms look like they're three feet long <laughs> and I didn't understand it. Yeah. Yeah. It was jarring. I, I was just like, what is this about? But whatever, she's playing the moonlight Sonata in the middle of the night. Uh, and what he wakes up and it goes away, or like he he wakes up and he hears it for real. What happens? He, if I remember correctly, he dreams that he wakes up, then he goes downstairs like a sleepwalk. No, no, no. no. He wakes. It's really fucking confusing and it makes no sense. He he dreams it, wakes up, goes downstairs. And then it's happening. And then it's happening, and then his all the wind's blowing all over him, and he's going, And again, his parents are there, like, in a split and his, second. I noticed his dad was wearing a watch, because he looked at the time. And all I thought was, who the fuck sleeps with a with watch, the watch on? on? He, was, he was busy giving it he to was, the missus. He was timing it to yeah. see if he's getting better about his <laughs> premature ejaculation. I'm going to be the father of this kid this next seconds, time. baby. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's see. So the next the next scene, they go to the Shriek School of Piano Lessons. Mm-hmm. Um, Great name. Yeah. They're conducted in an old warehouse with hell of garbage. It and looks like, like a prison, like he mentioned. Yeah, the mom's like, this place looks like a prison. And you think, I've got an active imagination. We don't even need like sound clips. We'll just have Coop say it all. <laughs> I just like how it's like a sketchy place that she's dropping her son up at. It's like, this is a sketchy place. Well, oh, well. see you later. She's quick to leave him there. Yeah. yeah I'm sure we'll get into the circumstances of that. <laughs> so, of course, as soon as they step inside. Oh, wait, before they step inside. Yeah. There's oh, a, the Rocky Four robot uh, camera. Yes, Hello. there's a closed circuit camera <laughs> on the How outside can I help you? that speaks and in uh, a robot voice. Yeah, and it doesn't sound like it's M- Mr. Shriek or whatever. No, it's a robot. I think the robot is talking. So it's built into it. <laughs> yeah, I, guess. I don't know. It's a computer program. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, whatever the case. They go inside, he starts using his imagination again, and we hear, of course, Moonlight Sonata, or Moonlight Sonata playing yet again. Kids try to jump up and see who's playing it. Yeah, he can't see that there's, like, frosted glass that leads into each little uh, recital room. Mm -hmm. Um, And then he's surprised by uh, Mr. Shriek. Um, I don't know, actually, probably none of you guys know this, but... uh, Mr. Shriek looks very familiar to me because I, he's in Are You Afraid of the Dark? I was oh. gonna, that's in my notes. Yeah, I recognize him as Dr. Vic from Dr. Are You Afraid Vic. of the Dark. He's, oh, really? Yeah, so on Are You Afraid of the Dark, there's only a couple reoccurring characters like Dr. Vic and Mr. <laughs> Sado and a couple other characters that, um, but most of the episodes are pretty standalone. So I was like, hey, I know this dude. I was like, that was, the, that, I recognized uh, him. I was like, oh man, I'm a fucking loser. It was, it was Rip Taylor. Rip Taylor? You know Rip Taylor? Yeah. Uh, I thought it was funny that this piano music place has this crazy security. Like, <laughs> I work right piano. near... You know what those are worth? You can't just walk in and steal a piano. <laughs> don't fit through the door. You can just go in one piece, doing the slow conduit one piece at a time. <laughs> yeah. No, but it's like this crazy tech security 
to get into this piano place. Like I said, I work right next to one in Berkeley, and it's just a swinging door. Yeah. But no, this one has a robot defense system, like something in Fallout 4. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Mr. Mr. Uh, Shriek, Shriek starts oh, like... Dr. Shriek? Tom corrected me earlier. All right, so Dr. Shriek. He's got Uh, a pretty huge... He starts, like, making a big deal out of uh, Jerry's hands. This part makes me uncomfortable. Why? Because he's a uh, homosexual (laughs) pedophile with a hand fetish? Yeah. He's, like, jerking on his fingers. Do you remember that? Yeah. He's holding each finger and kind of... Right in front of his mom, he's like... And his mom's fine with it. Again, these parents do not like this kid. No, they want him to be molested. (laughs) And he's doing everything they ask of him. He's like, you know, I want to be, I want to, you know, he's not playing enough sports. He's playing sports. Well, you, yeah. You know, interest in the piano. He's he interested in the piano. I mean, he's pretty, yeah, he's pretty much doing everything they ask. Um, so whatever. Mom, mom hits the red. He's sitting down in there with Dr. Shriek, excuse me. And Dr. Shriek starts showing him like scales. The C, C scales. C, C scale, yeah. major scale? Yeah. 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 And, uh. He's like, yeah, you just do it like this. And he presses three keys before his hands start, like, stroking out. I don't understand. Like, it didn't even look that weird. No, so, this part threw me off, too, because I was like, what's wrong with his hands? The because, piano teacher that can't play piano. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but even then he was like, dun, 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 dun. And the kid was like, what's wrong with your yeah. hands? Yeah. And I was like. Very sensitive kid. Yeah, like, nothing's wrong with his hands. But then he immediately, like, admits to being like. They don't work like they used to. I can't talk like him. I, can't his voice. I want more of that. It works yeah. for me. His acting is just fantastic as far as ridiculous yeah. and over the top. Over the top, for sure. He so, looks like a, one of Santa elves like ran away from the <laughs> North Pole and got fat and, and like, yeah. started teaching the piano. <laughs> Did that mustache and beard combo. And then the hat. What's his oh. hat? He was like a beret, right? What? Uh, yeah, something like that. It was right? a, it was like some form of a beret. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. he's he's some artsy fartsy you know teacher. I could see that. Um, so they do their little hour. They kind of camera cuts away, and then as Jerry's leaving, he decides to instead of walk out the exit, explore the school a bit, and his imagination starts running. He uh, he starts doing the whole like explorer thing. Yeah. He's like mm-hmm. the fearless explorer going yeah. through a down. He's down, having a bit of down. fun. He goes through a door that says "Do not enter." And of mm. course, it's once again, it's the Moonlight Sonata starts playing oh, again. Yeah. And uh, we see like the world's shittiest robot. <laughs> so it's not scary in the slightest. It, but it has red eyes. That's true. It has red light bulbs for eyes. <laughs> it looks like a. It looks like a vacuum cleaner. Yeah, <laughs> with two lights on it, basically. Oh, yeah. we, we also forgot to mention how when, uh, when his mom's still there and she's dropping him off, something, they talk about something, but he's like, our maintenance guy, or like our janitor, Mr. Toggle, Mr. yeah, he's like our janitor, Mr. Toggle, is a whiz and. Can, well, no, they said literally a mechanical genius, a mechanical who decides ge- to be a janitor, <laughs> janitor <laughs> in red a warehouse, flag. red yeah. flag number one, he wants right to there. give you a toggle job. <laughs> yeah. The names of the people in this episode were great, which is yeah. straight goosebumps. Mr. Like, toggle. By the way, um, one of the ways that I knew that this was a Canadian show is Mr. Toggle says, "Oh, let me show you the way out." Oh. Yeah. I didn't even pick up on that. Interesting. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Um, it was, uh, I don't know. Like, I was, to my point before, it's like, it's just so true to the to the lore of, of Goosebumps that the names left little for the imagination. Yeah. Doctor it's pretty much, Sweet. yeah. Mr. Toggle. Right on the nose. Yeah. yeah. Robot sweeper. <laughs> yeah, the robot was a floor sweeper. It's floor sweeper. So... Okay, so then we have another dream sequence where, yet again, Jerry has a nightmare about playing the Moonlit Sonata. This time, he's yeah. playing it. He's well, it takes over it. First, pianist. he's just doing the, the little scale. Yeah. Oh, and he's like, it's possessed for yeah. a moment in his dream. I thought that was kind of cool. I wish it kind of had, like... So I had never seen this episode before, and I was like, is he going to get, like, uh, possessed by this ghost and have some sort of revenge thing, like, being by being, like, occupied by the ghost? Possessed? That's and, a dream. Yeah, that's cool. Mm. Like... I mean, I'm just watching it, and I'm pretty much, I know exactly what's going to happen. But I knew it was going to happen, but I was hoping for something hoping better. Maybe for my a brain, my deviation. brain was like... Your brain got bored of the show? In the first time I'd seen it, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he, he he wakes up, hears the song in the basement, uh, and this time the ghost says, stay away from the Shriek School. It's evil. And uh, mm. 
when Jerry's talking about it, another Canadian moment, and he's like, yeah, I saw a ghost. A ghost? Yeah, G-O-O-S-E-D. Jesus. Goose. That's when Dad comes down, right? Yeah, that's the time that Dad comes that's, down. Dad that comes that leads to my favorite, one of my favorite parts of the episode, when the cat jumps on the keyboard, and the dad says, that's just bonkers. <laughs> <laughs> and for a second, I was like, I didn't realize he was talking about the, the cat. cat. I great. thought he was just saying the situation was bonkers. <laughs> but the cat's name is bonkers. Again, Goosebumps' name is like, our cat's name is bonkers. bonkers. Oh, that's sweet. Our dog that's name is nice Ghoul. Name. We like kitties around Ghoulie. here. Well, I don't. All right, well, I'm allergic to cats. All right, guys. Let's take another break. We'll come back. We'll uh, we'll talk to the end of the episode. Can we do a candy break this and time? We're gonna do a candy break this time. All right. Okay. But yeah, we'll be right back. I need my sugar. That's a sugar. All right. What's up, guys? Uh, we're back from our break. As usual, we're eating candy and we're getting ready to do our our candy review. That's right. Uh, but instead of doing our regular one, we're calling it something different. What are we calling it? Uh, the guest. The guest. Excuse me. I'm, I'm, I the just... guest guest test taste test. The guest guest no. The guest best guest taste test. There you go. So we, this will change constantly. Yeah. This, how whatever we remember. Uh, it's gonna be the best guess. The best. Bleh, the best guess. The whole point is it's a tongue twister. Tongue twister. I want to do it as fast mm, as possible here because it's starting to stick to my hand because I'm trying to hide the color. I can't wait for you to pop that in my mouth, Tom. All right, so um, let me get the wrapper up here. Like These are Airheads mm. Bites, Fruit Bites, artificially flavored. Um, and so we're going to go with the first one here. I can see, hey, they're gluten-free, Dan, so you can eat them. Gluten-free? Yeah. Wait, doesn't that, no, you're gelatin. I'm lightly vegetarian, but it would would be fine right, if they had gelatin. You close those eyes and open that mouth. I'm sure you're familiar with that. Uh, All right, the candy's in his mouth. It is. He's starting his first couple chews. Now, what flavor do you think that is? Well, we'll give him some time. What do you no, think about no, the let texture? Me, um, let me kind of drink it in. Don't drink it. Eat it. Chew it. Love yeah. It. Yeah, this is exhilarating. This is exhilarating for <laughs> everyone at home. We'll give you two guesses per candy. And I'll give you two seconds. Airheads really just taste like airheads. Yeah. Throw it out there. Fuck. Raspberry. Wrong. All right. Blue raspberry. Blue raspberry? <laughs> That's normal flavor. Yeah. It's, it's blueberry. Oh, oh shit. Pretty close. I couldn't have guessed that. Okay, close those I eyes. I swear, airheads just taste like airheads. They do airheads taste like airheads. Me. This is definitely something that they just scrape off the like bottom. It's just like sugar. All right, close your eye. Hold on. Hold on. Close your one eye. Swallow it first. <laughs> I have two eyes for everyone listening. Close your brown eye. <laughs> That's never closed, though. baby. <laughs> <laughs> Let me cleanse my palate with some Coors Light. We can't say that on the podcast. I'm sorry. Some beer. Some cruise. <laughs> some light. Some lose kite. All right. He's drinking his beer. I'm he's, cleansing my palate. He's sweating. I'm sweating profusely. Pantsless. Can you hear that? Please don't, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> I'm serious. I know. It's all part of the experience. All right, I'm tasting it. You gotta give me a second. Lime. Wrong. All right. That that's watermelon. Zero for two. All right, this game sucks. All right, let's see if we can get this last one here. Close it's, his eyes. It's still in my face. These are chewy. I know, they're really good candy. Alright, you should be able to get this one. Close some eyes. He's chewing. He's got his head down. Concentrating. Also, if you didn't know this, Coop's not wearing any pants. He's not wearing (laughs) pants. It's very warm in my room. He's already a warm guy. Very hot man. Strawberry. Very close, Daniel. It was cherry. Oh, mm. this guest did not guess. Now I taste test. cherry that you said cherry. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, convenient. Backpedaling. 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 I meant to say cherry. All right, let's get back to it. We're at the end of the episode here. Uh, we left off. He had just entered down into the... He just confronted the sweeping robot with the scary red eyes. And we met 
Mr. That's not Toppel. the last thing. After that happened, then oh, he no, had yeah. the nightmare. We talked about the dream. Now it's the next day that we go. I was getting into it. Well, that was two scenes ago. <laughs> now we're getting back into it. Uh, <laughs> we're seeing uh, Jerry is once again practicing with Dr. Shriek. And uh, Jerry uh, starts biting his fingernails. Big right. mistake, Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> Big mistake. This scene escalates very quickly. Yeah. Because, uh, again, a new viewer... I knew this guy was gonna be weird, uh, but that he does a great job when when he kind of loses his shit when the when the kid's not. He's like, I'm getting kind of tired. You're not focusing, and he smashes down on the piano. Well, he freaks out and he starts saying that you know his hands are perfect and he has to be careful with his hands, and he ends up chasing Jerry out of the rehearsal oh, room, man. back down into the under part of the school where he mm. ran into the robot earlier. Well, He's chanting beautiful hands the whole time he's chasing him. And there's one <laughs> variation of it that is fucking lunatic the way he says it. It's like, I, I, I can't even do it justice, but he's like... Try your best. It's like, beautiful hands! Yeah! Beautiful hands! <laughs> beautiful hands! It's like when he's rounding, like, you know, there's the shot of him going through that security door, the, the, the door that you're not supposed to go into. Uh, one thing about that whole area down there, all of the doors are like, do not enter in the little where he runs into the robot and where he gets chased. But the one at the top of the stairs that leads to all of it says, do not enter, is completely not locked. Every other door is locked in the downstairs area. But the one that leads down there is like, eh, whatever. <laughs> well, he... Honor system. He finds uh, one of the doors is unlocked, and it, and it goes into a huge room. Mm -hmm. And inside this room, there's seven sets of pianos, all with floating gloved hands. hands playing simultaneously. How about some quick math? Seven pianos. How many hands? Seventy. Seventy? Seventy fingers. Well, yeah, but how many hands? Fourteen. Fourteen. That's, okay. That sums up the math. <laughs> wow, what a fun game. <laughs> I'm doing my part. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you're doing great, Coop. We love you. Uh, I didn't actually. I didn't actually count their seven on uh, the two viewings I did. Already. I don't think that it's it really counts or no. I just any I didn't know significant numbers. I was just surprised that they weren't playing Moonlight Sonata. It wasn't. What were they playing? Just they're just playing like dangling away. Yeah, I think maybe just scales. I don't just, know, but. The, I thought that was playing the, the scale that he was learning to see. The special effects look so shitty. Oh, you man. can tell. It's like uh, the forearms of the actor were like green screened out. Oh, and yeah. it, it's like a real person's hand, except like the nub, like where it was cut off of the wrist, is like rubber and showing. It is. It looks so bad. Yeah. Yes. I mean, all of it does. The ghost, the green face ghost lady looks terrible too. So, so does that imply that this guy has been... Well, what's 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 continue? We'll touch. I have a lot of questions, but yeah. Okay, let's yeah. Just, there's let's a lot. Let's just finish up this, synopsis. and then we'll go back and touch up on it. So, uh, one thing I thought was funny is that Jerry walks into the room, and no music is playing until he turns around and his POV shot shows. Then it's all and of a sudden music. playing. You're like, okay, mm -hmm. well, that was some, I don't know, creative editing on their part. Um, creative. Yeah. So, Miss uh, Doctor Shriek, I keep wanting to call Mister Shriek, <laughs> is like. God. Grabs Hardly him. Seems like a doctor. He gra uh, he grabs Jerry and he start he won't let go, uh, and then Mister Toggle shows up and he's, he's like the hero. Yeah, and he like hits a button and uh, Doctor Shriek's hand comes off, still attached to Jerry, and uh, Mister Toggle goes, "Oh yeah, he's just a robot, a very elaborate robot." And Jerry doesn't react. He's like, oh, yeah. yeah. yeah well, he told him already. Do you remember way way back in the episode? He's when Mr. Toggle says, I programmed him, programmed him to be that way. And it's kind of like it's a throwaway line, but it's a bit of a... Foreshadowing? For foreshadowing. Very yeah. nice. Yeah, but... um, But still, I don't think Jerry thought that he was a robot from the beginning. No, right? no way. It seemed he like should've... a joke. It was a joke. Also, going back to the scene you mentioned, when we uh -huh. first meet Mr. Toggle, uh, he, it's, it's Jerry's first time there. He's only interacted with Mr. Toggle. And he goes and he goes down to the basement, meets, I'm sorry, he only interacts with Dr. Shriek, and he meets Mr. Toggle down in the basement, and Mr. Toggle's already like, he tells me you have really great hands. Yeah, I was about to like, mention that earlier. It's like, you guys talk about his hands. And that's like, is, so is, is he, can he hear what the doctor hears? Like, how would he know already? Or maybe he talks to the robot. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I, it was like, they didn't show any, like, it'd be one thing. 
it maybe it had been the second time he'd been there and there had been time for them to talk, but it wasn't. Oh, wait, yeah, what? It doesn't make sense. That doesn't make any sense at I all. I mean, I think we're... Yeah, let's not, let's not examine this too hard. We're not going to get hung up on this. <laughs> so, I am. I am hung up. I have other things to get hung oh, up on. That's funny, though. I hadn't. I didn't realize that. So let's see. Um, the ghost, we find out, uh, is actually Mr. Toggle's piano instructor. Uh, and she's mean to him, and she goes, uh, you're too lazy. You could have mastered the piano but if you would only p practice. And he's like, I did practice. I practiced every day and all this stuff. Uh, it just wasn't good enough for her. Uh, so we find out that the ghost has actually been trying to protect Jerry uh, and trying to warn him and keep him away from this uh, Shriek's recital place. Um, but one thing I don't get is if she's been trying to protect him, why the hell does she fly out of the front door and scare the shit out of him and his parents. Like, oh, all no. these, like, papers hmm. fly out through the front <laughs> right, door, yeah. and she just, like, flies up into the camera and, like, moans. And I'm like, what's the significance of that? Why have that happen? Just for, like, one last scare? Yeah, there was a lot to... It's funny. And, like, the dad who's driving puts on the windshield wipers and backs up hella fast. <laughs> it's so funny. I'm yeah, like, he, he takes his, for the entire episode, he's doubting his son and questioning him. And then his son comes running out of the piano place. He's like, get the fuck out of here, dad. And dad's like, all right, I don't need an excuse to drive fast. <laughs> so yeah, the ghost finds out. And then uh, at the very end, uh, Jerry's telling Kim, his friend, uh, about how his parents have to go to the psychiatrist now to talk about the ghost. And uh, the very last scene we see is the ghost uh, uh, instructor torturing Mr. Toggle by making him practice piano for terrorizing the boy for all eternity. For all eternity. And Harsh. that's the end of the episode. Um, it ends so fast. That, yeah. I mean, they only have 20-something minutes to, to tell this story. Um, so on one hand, it's nice because they don't have to deal with a whole lot of other extraneous bullshit, but it also leaves a lot of questions. Yeah. Um, some of those questions are, why does the ghost choose to protect Jerry, but treat Mr. Toggle like shit? Like, if she really was a mean piano teacher, why would she be so mean to Mr. Toggle? I don't get Mr. it. Mr. Toggle is really the person that we should feel the most sorry for. That's what I'm saying. Mm, Mr. Toggle lacked discipline. No, he practiced every day, but it just wasn't good enough for it her. It sucked. It was the problem. So it does that mean talent. the instructor didn't have any other... Maybe Students? she's a bad teacher then. Maybe Mr. Toggle drew the conclusion that he didn't have the hands for piano. Well, that's the thing. Oh. Where did these hands come from? Are those hands other students' hands? Are I, those hands robotic hands? I figured that they were previous victims' hands. Well, that's. Well, it looks either. like Jerry was the only person to answer that newspaper ad. Well, I don't know. I don't know, because they do have that one scene where you hear Moonlight Sonata again when he's trying to jump up and look and see who's in there. But back to your point about the hands, I wasn't sure if this, these were like, because he's such a very talented machinist, were these robot hands that he had made? Did he turn kids' hands into robot hands? That's a lot. Yeah, because, you know, why Does would Does that mean Mr. Shriek's hands were a child's hands? <laughs> <laughs> they were like super like small. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were very small. I don't even know that. Little doll hands. That's well, here's, here's another question. Why doesn't Mr. Toggle just leave? Like, the ghost doesn't seem to have any powers except blowing papers around and getting in your face. Like, it can't move anything. Yeah. Like, if he just leaves, wouldn't, wouldn't that be the end of it? I mean, she only seems to appear near pianos. But near he, the piano. He's insane. He's a mad scientist. He's been broken by a woman. He's a broken man. Yes. That's why, he, that's why he likes machines so much. Yeah. I just felt bad for Mr. Toggle. Do you think he makes the hands jerk him off? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if I was that alone, I probably would. I would do that now. I mean, I am that alone. <laughs> if anyone out there knows where to get some of these hands from. <laughs> Prefer Feel free to preferably not a child's. But... Short and spooky at gmail.com. <laughs> there you go. All right. So, uh, Coop, this is the part of the show where we typically uh, give a rating system to okay. uh, to the episode. Uh, and we'd like to rate it on a scale of one to ten creepy crawlers. Or zero. So, do you want to uh, give your rating first or last? I'm going to go last. I'm going right. to think about it. Tommy, you want to take it I'll away? go first. I, you went first last time, so... Um... First go at it, Goosebumps. I never had seen the series before. I knew it existed. I may have seen clips here and there growing up. Um, 
Are they always this kind of cheesy? Yes, they are. Mm-hmm. Okay, bad. so Come I'm on. gonna I'm gonna curve my rating inside the show, assuming that this is how it's always gonna be the kind of same cheesiness. So uh, the story wise, it's not great. Um, it is spooky in the sense of like the robot scene where he grabs him. I actually could see being scared as a kid, like when yeah when he pulls the hand off of him and it's all robotic, but. Um, the kid, the kid did okay. I think the kid acting wise, he's a good narrator. He acts the part out. I got some good trivia about him later, and uh, I'm gonna mm. give it six out of ten. Creepy crawlers. Okay, pretty straight down the middle. I could maybe retroactively change the score depending after I get um, more views of Goosebumps episodes. Well, I mean, I think uh, I think if I can just jump in here, Go my ahead. Goosebumps. Uh, I think a lot of the Goosebumps episodes, obviously, are not going to be scary. They're not going to be like Are You Afraid of the Dark Mm -hmm. or any of the other shows that we're doing. Uh, But what this one does have that I feel like a lot of other Goosebumps don't have is lots of things to make fun of. Like, things are so bad, they're good. Uh, And I feel like there's other Goosebumps episodes that I've seen where I'm just like, it's a slog. I'm just like, oh, there's nothing redeeming about it. At least this one has like funny moments and like quirky things and it's kind of stupid and there's stuff you can laugh at. So um, it's definitely not scary. Uh, It's definitely uh, raises lots of questions for me. But overall, yeah, I I had fun making fun of it. I'll give it a 6.5 creepy crawlers. 6.5. All right, Your yeah. Thoughts, Daniel? I mean, I agree with you guys for the most part. Um, definitely wasn't scary at all. Story was flimsy. Um, but I enjoyed Mr. Shriek's performance enough to the point where I would I say, yeah, you know, he really gave it his all. Does your nostalgia play any part in your grading? Probably. <laughs> so I'm giving it a, I'm going to give it a 7.5. Hey, 7.5. We're all kind of in the same ballpark on this. Yeah, but close. Yeah, you know. It was good. Again, like I say, that's why I wonder if retro- I could also change my score after I see some more. Yeah. Because, you know, based well, on yours. And yeah, and I feel like as far as... And I'm kind of judging it also on other Goosebumps episodes that I've seen. And such a large majority are such garbage that I'm a little bit more partial to halfway decent. If I can even say that. <laughs> All right, cool. So let's do uh, another segment that we do from time to time. Uh, our segment that's most Canadian. Canadian, eh? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's a little South Park clip. It is. Yeah, Terrence and Philip. Apparently Canadians have a real fucking, um, what's the word? Monopoly on kids. shitty horror. Shitty oh. horror <laughs> yeah, those 90s TV shows, man. 90s kids television programming. Canadians had it. I'm um, surprised. So, yeah, like I said, I think my favorite most Canadian moment is probably when the kid calls a ghost a goost. A goost? There's a goost. Yeah. Jesus. It's pretty ridiculous. Uh, but I mean, overall, there wasn't a whole lot of overbearing. I actually had no clue that it, Goosebumps was Canadian until today. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, you learned something. I did. All right, cool. So uh, I think that's the moment, yeah. Yeah, that's definitely it. So um, drinking game? Yeah, let's do our little drinking game. Uh, Dan, any thoughts of what you would like to? Every time the Moonlight Sonata plays, that's definitely take one. a drink. That's good. Um, what about every time they say shriek? <laughs> you can't do every time they say hands because you will just fucking overdose. I have no, an that's idea. Like, what? Every time the kid goes off into some sci-fi narrative. Yeah. Every, <laughs> every time he plays make-believe. Take yeah, a every time he plays make-believe. You, you may die of alcohol poisoning. Okay. I, I like that. So that, that and then the Sonata, do not repeat, do not do it every time they say hands. <laughs> um, drink when you see the ghost. And then drink every time the parents just don't believe that their <laughs> the son is. That can be like an ongoing drinking rule for everything we do. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have that in like five of my notes so far. All right. So we don't have a lot of time left, but let's do our final segment. Uh, Tom's Trivia. Tom's Trivia. All right, everybody. Special edition of Tom's Trivia. We got our guest here, Daniel Bryan, the Big Sniff Cooper. That's me. Coop. That's you, a.k.a. Coop. Coop nasty. Uh, you came with uh, some little things you did some research on without even uh, us having to tell you, so let's start with you. And then if you 
didn't cover some things I researched, so I'll do that after. All right, cool. Sounds good. So, yeah, I did a little bit of research on the background of Goosebumps and um, R.L. Stein. Um, one thing I thought was odd that I read was that Stein has claimed that there is no death, drugs, depravity, or violence in his books. Drugs, yes, but depravity, death, what's, what's and violence? What's depravity, you mean? Well, murder, I don't know, weird shit. Yeah, and that's, I don't know that's who's not the case say. at all. I mean, someone was clearly murdered in this episode. It's what's being implied. Maybe he means right? it doesn't happen during the book. Yeah, why was the go- why did the ghost have no hands? They must have been chopped off. No, they don't talk about that ever. But I feel like it's implied. I think the, the ghost didn't did, even really need to be in this. No, the ghost no, doesn't need to be the in ghost this was unnecessary. At all. <laughs> and for all I know, the lady who was the piano instructor had no hands to begin with. Yeah. Maybe that's why she was she so strict. She has no authority. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. Piano. Um, here's another interesting one. R.L. Stan was really pumping these things out. Many stories were written in as little as six days, which I guess is a short amount of time wow. to write a children's story. Six days? Yep, six days he'd pump some of these bad boys out. I, I could see that, you know, 20 pages a day or something. I don't know how long these books were. And he's kind of going formulatic, basically. Formulaic, yeah. yeah. Here's another one I thought was a little fishy. Formulaic. Stein said he was primarily inspired by life happenings. So he actually had Events like a that in his crazy teacher. Yeah, well, I feel like a lot of Goosebumps is influenced by other pop culture kind of, you know, shows, whatever. He said that uh, actually the very famous Haunted Mask episode was inspired by his son having trouble taking off a Halloween mask. But I can think of so many other shows and what stories about... What happens I can't remember. Some kid puts on a Halloween mask and then their face turns into like what a real monster. But I mean like, oh, hello, oh, yeah, the one. masks, Twilight Zone. Yeah. No inspiration, R.L. Stein, oh, yeah. really? Instead, just, he didn't inspire me. I just plain out ripped him off. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> he's covering thing. his tracks with these interviews. He is. Oh, like. my son. Yeah. But no no shade on R.L. Stein, of course. But, you know, I don't know. It's okay to be inspired by yeah, other, you of know. Of course. Whatever. I'm sure before Hitchcock, there was someone else who had something like that. Well, yeah, that was Twilight Zone. Before Twilight Zone, there was Albert <laughs> Hitchcock. <laughs> it was, um... Rod Sterling. Rod Sterling. Rod Sterling. Sterling. That's what I meant. I meant that. Okay. Anything else? Um, and, you know, just uh, I have a bunch of boring shit. So let's not go over that. All right, Tom, what do you got for us? <laughs> okay, so I'll start with some trivia that I found relatively easy, and then I did some research for the other things. So you already mentioned before that Dr. Shriek plays uh, Dr. Vink in... Uh, are you afraid of the dark? Which is Hell funny. Oh yeah, I, it's funny that he's a doctor in both of them. Uh, uh, yeah, I wonder if it's part of his like demanding rights when he's he, got an ego. He's if got I an ego. play a role, I have to be a doctor. Got to be a doctor. Uh, Moonlight Sonata, as we talked about many times. Um, is that a um, in public domain? Is that why they? Play I think it? it's been. It's, I believe it's, it is. It's public Beethoven. Domain. Yeah, so I think it is in public domain. They're, I have a hard time believing that it wasn't. I don't think they could afford it. Um, See a couple of the other people. Kim would play another character in Attack of the Jack and Lanterns. Um, That's a different Goosebumps episode, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, ben Cook would also do it in Welcome to the Dead House and A Shocker on Shock Street, which you had mentioned, or uh, you guys both mentioned earlier. Uh-huh. Uh, and then the other cool thing, I th- or cool thing, interesting thing was uh, the kid Jerry, the actor Ben Cook, would go on to be in the hardcore scene, music scene. Uh, he founded a band as a lead singer, a band called No Warning. That's and so funny. Would later join a band called Fucked Up, which is, I think, of, of more note. But uh, No Warning actually was signed by, um, the, it eventually was produced by Some 41's producer, because they're uh-huh. also a Canadian band. That's so And funny. they would go on tour with, like, uh, in the early 2000s, with a bunch of hip-hop artists and hardcore things. But uh, th- I have a little sample of... A song of theirs called "Ill" uh, off the "Ill Blood" album, which is considered their most uh, successful album. It's called "Behind These Walls," and so I'm gonna play it right now. All right, and this what's the name of this band again? This Fucked band's up? called No Warning. No Warning. All right, let's so hear. Here this. we go. Yeah. For those of you at home, Dan and John are mashing around the room. Chicken the cat is in here with a pick a up the change. Pick up the change. <laughs> But yeah, that's about it. I that's it so funny. Does he is he all tatted up and stuff? Probably. Do you no, have a he's actually. Of him? He, he kind of looks. Uh, oh, I want to see him now. Does he have the '90s cut? No, he's got like a buzz head. He <laughs> almost looks like uh, our friend of the podcast, Riley. 
who uh, when he shaves his head, kind of. I'll show you a picture of him at some oh. point. Um, but yeah, uh, cool. That, I thought that was interesting. That he is great have a, trivia. I think he, I, I he might have the wording wrong, but he formed uh, a record label known as like Bad Actors Incorporated or something like that. That's so, that's great. I thought it was funny. actually it's a spot on name. What was his name? Uh, ben Cook. Ben Cook. Cool. Oh, you said that already. But yeah, um, any final thoughts on uh, on Goosebumps on the spooky world of, of short TV series? Because we kind of want to. We kind of want to do something that we've not done before, but since we have a guest here, if you don't have any final thoughts, we're going to play a little game. No, yeah, let's do the game. Okay, so I've been wanting for a while to, to either... This fly is flying in front of me. Uh, I've been wanting to try and make a little game that, to either play with John, like trivia-wise, or something like that, but the first one we came up with is that um, I will have... Uh, I have a list of episodes or a series of Goosebumps titles and a few of them might be fake and so you hmm. guys are going to go round by round whether you think they are real or they are made up by yours truly and i apologize if they're easy <laughs> or not this is the first time we're playing this. i don't think it'll be easy all right so are uh so you're round. gonna say a name and then do you want to start coop and sure, then you're gonna sure. have to decide what if it's real or made up real goosebumps title or a fake goosebumps title. all right and uh, do you guys want to do it do you want to get them all well mm-hmm. no you guys are both going to compete Oh, like who says it first? No, or no, no. alternating. No, no. I gotta, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it to both you guys, and you, each oh, of you, will decide say between yes the two no. of us. Okay, and then whoever gets uh, the most correct or whatever will just be the winner. All right, and you win yeah, absolutely I'm nothing. game. Okay, sure. Yeah. So you're uh, going down. So how do you guys want to do this? You guys want me to give you the answer after each round, or you want me to? But yeah. give us the answer out of after each after round. Okay, I'll make it easier. All right, so. We'll, we'll, we'll name this segment something soon. I, I can think of something, and we're going to have some theme music to this. But so, first title Vampire Breath. I think that's real. I mean, this is really hard because, like you're saying, Arl <laughs> Stein just fucking he lost his mind and just kept making books, and nobody realized they were garbage because yeah. no one, has no editors reading them. As okay. you say, Vampire Breath, I can like ima- imagine the cover of the book. Yeah, I'm imagining <laughs> Even if it's not real. It like. I'm imagining the cover of the book is like the inside of a locker, and you're seeing like a pair of like vampire teeth and like a clove of garlic yeah. and like a cross or something. Wait, yeah. Why would the vampire have? Garlic. I don't know. I just it's just vampire stuff. Isn't it garlic? Wait, no. So they, vampire breath. They hate garlic. They wouldn't be. They, garlic. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. No, unless they, they were and they hate the cross by... too. I imagine like vampire teeth with like green kind of gas looking stuff coming out. Okay, that's what I'm imagining in my vampire head. Vampire breath. So you're gonna say yeah? I'm saying I think it's real. I think it's real too. Locked in. Yeah. Final answers. Yeah. Yeah. You are both correct. Oh, yeah. Nice. The score is one to one. Awesome. All right. The next title is Attack of the Jack. Oh shit. <laughs> Attack of the Jack. Like a oh like God. a jack in the box? I feel like I'm going to say all these are real because I can, you know. Attack of the Jack. Attack of the Jack. Like as the game master? I don't know. I feel like normally his puns like well they're not puns, but normally they're, they're trying to I don't know. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say yes. Final answers? Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is the first time one of you will be incorrect. Attack of the Jack is an actual R.L. Yes. Cyber. Damn. Damn. You'll take it to the one knew it. <laughs> Ready for I the third mean. round? I was yeah. like, Attack of the I was Jack close to Lantern? Or <laughs> it's got to be a Jack Lantern story. The next title of the possible real, possible fake R.L. Stein is... Don't go in the attic. Oh, that's got to be real. I say that's fake. Don't go in the attic. It's real. I think it's real. Final answers. I'm sticking with it. It's all tied up. John, you were right. Ah, I knew it. I knew it. Stay out of the basement, man. Oh, is that what it's called? Yeah, that's what it is, I made a pun off of it. You son of a bitch. Yeah. It's all tied up. You tricked me. At two. All right. Next, R.L. Stein, possible, real, possible, fake book. Slappy birthday to you. <laughs> slappy real. birthday. That's the name of the dummy, Slappy. Oh, Slappy the You're dummy. giving it away. Well, no, actually, that's in my notes. 
Slappy's the most reoccurring character in Goosebumps. Okay. Let's just... That's... You guys are both good. Well, it's... Yeah, that's obvious at that All right. point. It's 3-3. Three, three. Okay. And then I'll have to improvise if we have a tie, because we can't... We can't have a tie. We'll, we'll do a sudden death until I can look up and create someone that's five, so... Okay. All right. Round... Let's see. You guys are both lost ones. So round four. Yeah. TikTok, you're dead. That's real. I remember that. That's real. Damn it. This cover has a owl, crazy looking owl sticking it coming out of the grandfather clock. Yeah, it does. All right. No, that's called the cuckoo clock of doom. Oh, whatever. <laughs> well, that one's real too. Both the exact are real? Yeah, it's real. That is correct. Yeah. Okay. Uh, got a couple more here. Uh, the next episode. Cat's got your tongue. It's real. Fake. Final answers. Yes. That is, in fact, fake. Fuck. Yes. No, so it isn't. Game. This, I suck at this game. <laughs> I'm is saying they're all win? real. This is, a potential, this is the potential winner. Have I said a single one's fake so far? <laughs> this thing, they're all real. You have. You could say anything. You could say... Wait, is it tied up right now? It's not, No, no. It's, you have a one-point lead. You have one ahead of me? cement it. Oh, don't. So don't unless... Unless he okay. gets it right and you get it wrong... All right. Well, That's the only way. Otherwise, we're tied. The next possible fake goosebump, possible real goosebump episode is Camp Death. Fuck. Jeez. I remember a camp cover, but I think it was Say Cheese and Die. It was like a barbecue. These thoughts to yourself? No, yeah, that is the cover of Say Cheese and Die. Yeah. All right, I'm going to just go on a limb. I'm going to say that it's fake. Say th say it again. Camp death. I'm going to I'm going to do a Hail Mary here and say it's real, even though I have no clue. John Sauer, you're the winner. Yeah, oh, boy. Damn it. I should have known because Arl Stein never writes about death. Camp death. I thought about Apparently. that one. Well, he just what about piano lessons or murder? Nah, it doesn't so matter. You can't listen to that. I just was like, Camp Death, that's too short. I no, was like, it it's, is. It's got to be something like that. The thing was, my own, I, I, like I said, it was a Hail Mary. It's my only chance to win. Yeah, you so have to. I figured I had to take You're a going chance. For two yeah, if yeah, I wanted yeah. to win, I could have just chose the exact same answer as you and you, still won. You'd still win. I just wanted to kick your ass. I just wanted completely. to humiliate you. Yeah. Well, that, <laughs> that sums up the first ever challenge we've had in the show. Any final thoughts, fellas? I think this is about time to wrap it up. It's warm in here. The brews are running short. Uh, John's probably angry at me. <laughs> uh, no, I think that's it, man. I had a blast. Thanks so much, Coop, for coming on our show. Thank you Can for you having come back me. back again sometime? I'd love to come back. I mean, we might not have you. Well, but... please. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sure people all love you. Uh, but yeah, thanks again. It was big really sniff. fun to have you on. The big sniff. Give Thank a you. give a pat to a little sniff to JR Sniff. I stuff. will. I'll give him a big Sniffy kiss. Sniffy J. Keep on sniffing. Keep that wraps it up here. Uh, John, you want to say goodbye? Yeah. Thanks for listening to Short and Spooky, you guys. If you want to drop us a line, hit us up at our email, shortandspooky at gmail.com. Next week, we're going to be watching an episode of Tales from the Crypt called Halfway Horrible. So if you want to watch along, that's what you got to watch. Uh, yeah. Hit us up on Twitter at Short and Spooky on Twitter. And uh, we don't do anything there yet, but I'll try and start doing stuff like that. But again, reach out to us. We like to listen. We love to drink. We love to sweat and take our pants off and sniff. <laughs> Have a good one, everybody. All right, thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.